Hey there, it's Zach from the Barry Heart of the Podcast presented by Bariatric Fusion. And we're joined by Megan Kaczynski, the staff dietitian of Fusion. Welcome, Megan. Hey, Zach. Thanks for having me. Of course, you're a regular fixture around this part. <laughs> so yeah. what are we talking about? Well, you know, everyone really loves weight loss, but there are a lot of factors that kind of affect weight loss or weight regain. So sometimes you are consistent with healthy lifestyle change, but you still see a stall or slight weight gain. And many may think that they're doing something wrong, but there are, like I said, a number of factors that can affect weight loss and weight gain. So I just want to discuss some of those factors and how they can affect your weight. Spill the beans. What are the factors? (laughs) Well, the main factors I would say are going to be your water intake, protein intake, exercise routine, food tracking and eating habits. We'll just put those two together. Sleep, medications, and the ones that everyone likes to look up on Google are fad diets. Be right back. I'm Googling things. Oh God, uh, please don't. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to need more details to share with these folks. Like, So let's start with water intake. How can that even be a factor? Okay, water is so important. Not only is it going to keep you from being dehydrated, but it's really important to try to reach goals, 48 to 64 ounces of fluid throughout the day, because actually fluids are necessary for fat loss. So aim for those sugar-free, carbonation-free, and calorie-free beverages, which is likely going to be water, but Remember not to drink your fluids with meals because of dumping syndrome and that false sense of fullness that fluids can make you feel. And also avoid alcohol and caffeine unless further direction is provided by your healthcare provider. All right. So let's move on to protein then. How does that affect weight loss? Well, we know that when we get out of surgery, everyone's talking about protein and how you have to reach certain goals, but protein is really important for healing, muscle preservation, healthy metabolism, and satiety, like that feeling of fullness. So extreme weight loss happens to cause the body to break down not only fat, but also muscle. So if muscle is broken down for energy, your metabolism is going to slow. And then you might see that weight stall occur. So you want the protein to preserve that muscle tissue, which muscle is actually more metabolically active than fat tissue, even when you're just sitting around at rest. So it's usually recommended to consume at least 60 to 80 grams of protein a day, but it might be higher based on your individual needs and the surgery that you actually went through. All right. So that all makes sense. And it seems like exercise is a no brainer, but I think we should probably elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah. So you have to include exercise. It's good for a healthy lifestyle. And there are ways to make it exciting. So don't think of exercise as like a bummer, like you got to go do it. But your body can actually adapt if you are doing a consistent exercise regimen over and over again. So over time, you will no longer burn the same amount of calories you once were when you were doing that exercise. The muscles kind of 
adapt to what you're doing. So in order to get around this, it's really important to increase the intensity and duration of your exercise routine. So this could include a variety like resistance training, which would be push-ups, lunges, squats. And then you can also include aerobic exercise, which is going to be walking, hiking, biking, swimming, skating, those like more intense activities. All right. What about food tracking? I know we talked about that before, but that seems like it would be pretty helpful here. Yeah. I personally love food tracking because it makes you more aware of what you're putting into your body. It's going to show you your nutritional intake and it can even highlight areas of improvement. So if you want to go that route, it's really good to see like what's going on and what you're actually eating. But it's important to practice mindful eating and decrease your grazing and snacking throughout the day. So tracking can help that. Mindful eating is also going to include gauging those portion sizes because that is also very important. So follow your nutrition plan and your bariatric supplement regimen for life. And then how does sleep affect weight loss? Sleep is very important because inadequate sleep can actually contribute to food cravings. You're going to want to aim for seven to eight hours of sleep every night. That's your goal. I know it's easier said than done, but just know that that limited sleep can affect your weight. Okay. So then what about medications? Not all medications are going to affect your weight, but there are some like steroids, medications that treat diabetes, high blood pressure, mood disorders, depression, seizures, and migraines. Some of those can actually promote weight gain in different ways, whether that's increasing your cravings or things of that sort. So this doesn't mean you should stop these medications by any means, but if you do feel it might be a medication causing some weight gain, sit down and have a conversation with your healthcare provider and they might be able to figure something out, whether that's a different kind of medication that's in the same kind of area that might help and not have weight gain as a side effect. And then what about fad diets? Well, I personally hate fad diets. Um, They always come around and they don't have much evidence behind them for helping. And they're usually very restrictive, but restrictive and trending fads are very difficult to maintain, which can make them unsuccessful in the long term for weight loss. You might see that short term weight loss and people get excited about it, but they're very hard to maintain over a longer period of time. So usually you see that weight come back. And many fad diets require some sort of elimination of food. And you really should never eliminate an entire food group unless under the supervision of a healthcare provider or the recommendation was made because you're allergic to something or you have different issues like celiacs, things like that. All right, Megan, let's sum it up after another great episode of Helpful Tips. Absolutely. So starting from the beginning, there are a number of factors that can affect weight gain and weight loss. It's going to include sleep, water, protein intake, exercise, food tracking and eating habits, medications, and fad diets. For water, you're going to want to reach those goals every day, 40 to 64 ounces, because fluid is necessary for fat loss. Look for sugar-free, carbonation-free, calorie-free beverages. Water is my favorite option. Don't drink fluids with meals. 
avoid alcohol and caffeine for whatever time being that the doctor recommends. Protein is the next one that's going to be important for healing, preserving that muscle, a healthy metabolism, and the feeling of fullness. Having muscle tissue is going to be metabolically more active than fat tissue. So you want to make sure you're consuming enough protein to preserve that muscle. Try to get in 60 to 80 grams a day or based on your individual needs, whatever recommendations are made. Your body can actually adapt to an exercise regimen. So that's another one. So you're going to want to increase the intensity and duration of your exercise routine if you feel you are going through a weight stall. Food tracking increases awareness of nutritional intake and it can highlight areas of improvement. So follow your nutrition plan and bariatric supplement regimen for life. Sleep is another one because it can increase food cravings if you don't get enough sleep. So try to get that seven to eight hours a night. There are some medications that can cause some weight gain or can promote weight gain in different ways. So if you feel that is your issue, make sure you consult with a healthcare provider. Don't just stop taking the medication. There are restrictive diets or fad diets that people call them that you may see online. Those can also contribute to weight loss and weight gain, typically because they're very difficult to maintain. So you end up on a roller coaster ride for weight and you should never eliminate an entire food group, anything like that, unless it's recommended medically for some reason of that sort. But usually a fad diet can include elimination and restriction. But weight loss in general is not a black and white process. There are many factors that are involved and it's a unique system that you have to try to figure out because every single person is different. So if you're having a hard time, look to maybe reach out with a qualified specialist, like a dietitian or something of that sort, and maybe they can help you get through it and figure out your individual needs. Well, Megan, I think we certainly summed up a lot of useful tips for folks on the factors that affect weight loss today. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And we look forward to having you back in the future. Absolutely, I hope to be back and spread some of my nutrition knowledge.